10 seconds to fire it. 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everybody, welcome back to Picking Favorites, episode 1208. We're so glad that you're still with us after all this time. Uh, this is Zachary Levi. My name is Razzle. David Kentucky Coleman. Or as I like to refer to him, Murica. I think that should be your new nickname. <clears throat> all right, I can take that. Murica. I'll take it. Uh, we are unfortunately without our fourth, Tyler Labine. He is still not with us. I think he was kidnapped. He was. I, yeah. I think so, Something, but I think this will be the last time that he isn't. He's not actually in studio. Yeah, he has been, be the last time. He's been working so hard on, uh, on uh, his show, uh, Deadbeat on Hulu. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, you should. It is very funny. Uh, I recently had the opportunity of going and guest starring uh, with him on his show as the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. It is <laughs> preposterous in so many ways and a lot of fun. Um, and uh, today we, we have a special guest uh, with, with us today. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it over to Razzle because Razzle is who brought our immense talent in today. Razzle, please introduce yeah, us to our guest. Uh, this guest is he's first off his his laugh is infectious. If you've heard him on any other podcasts, it's very very funny. Now, now I'm going to be conscious of my laugh the entire time. <laughs> like there it is. There I love it. I love it. Uh, he does stand-up. He's a very, very funny comedian. He's a host of a, an amazing I'm so jealous of the of his job. He's the host of a, a show called Trip Flip on the Travel Channel. Um, if you have your hands not on a steering wheel, put them together for Mr. Burt Kreischer. Thank Burt you, Kreischer, Thank everyone. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. And now you too can be a host on Travel Channel. Go to TravelChannelStars.com Alright, so... <laughs> I'm doing this big like Just, contest. Wow, like, nice. No, I'm like I want people to sign up for it. Like no one's submitting videos. Really? Oh wait, that's wait, a real, real thing. I'll do it's it. It's a real thing. We're you looking. Can be a host. No, wait. It's like it's like next Food Network star. It's exactly like that. I'm hosting it. I'm and down. Everybody, I'm the judge. Well, so shit. just tag me in it, uh, and I'll do the job. Uh, Proximity bias. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Wow, Let's I'm gonna send in a video, it. man. That's awesome. By the way, this is like one of my favorite things to do is go through lists, argue the finer points of lists, and I have to say, did we all do cocaine in college? Because this is all you do when you do cocaine <laughs> is like alright top three chicks kill it or drill it you either have to murder them in their sleep or you fuck them they don't know that you're the reason they died that's one of my favorites oh you, do? Oh, you never played kill it or drill it no, no, dude, no. no it's I, F, F. Mary kill that's what everybody yeah, no, yeah. no 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 kill it or drill it here we go let's go around the room no, no I'm not no, playing no, this no. game with Razzle with this podcast with Razzle, Razzle, with Razzle either only. here we go right. now he either dies him. in his sleep tonight no you don't even kill him he just dies in his sleep tonight or 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 you have sex with him consensually and he lives. He doesn't know that that's the reason he's living. He does not know. You cannot have sex with him. <laughs> you cannot have sex with him. And, and he dies. And he dies. And he dies. And you know. Oh, you know I, the next I, morning. Shit, you know. I don't know that we have ever taken such a hard left turn yeah. so fast. <laughs> In this podcast, I guess I'm the only but, one that played but, but this game. But Razzle, I love you enough to fall on that sword. Oh, uh, thank you. You're welcome. Fall on that sword <laughs> or sit on it. Oh, oh my goodness! Wow. Uh, so you heard it right here, folks. Uh, go, uh, go to travelchannel.com. Go to travelchannel.com. Uh, Bert, you also have a, your own podcast. Yeah, I have my own podcast. You, you guys are all you, welcome. Uh, d- uh, do you kill it or drill it on your podcast? My podcast does not. It's not uh, brand friendly. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. I don't know. My, I do it out of my man cave at my house. Uh, DIY Networks built me a man cave uh, so it's it's much nicer than my house so I do it I do it at my house and uh, I just have my fr- I just have other comics on That's and, awesome. and we just kind of hang out and drink or sometimes they'll we tried that once here when we first did our first set of podcasts didn't work out so well by I think it worked it worked out great great and um, also horrible. horrible it, it was, first, it was yeah. horribly great. Oh, this was we had we had a bottle of tequila that I think I think you had a little but I brought a bottle and then we had someone bring more <laughs> yeah. halfway through the podcasts yeah. of the day. And it was our first time we'd ever done it. We It was the first... We did four. We did in four a row. that one day. Yeah, because we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had problem. Well, no, we. You, you all of a sudden got into a train without yeah. losing your virginity. We did. Yeah, <laughs> we should have slowly started with the high school prom queen and then gotten into the train. Oh man. Well, it was long, and we were because it was like scheduling, like how let's let's get some in, you know, let's put a couple together. <laughs> then we have some time to figure it all out, and uh, by oh, the man. fourth podcast, it was like yeah, you could you, in could, the bag. you could hear it. Like yeah. Dave, Dave, you handled yourself pretty well. I was I was like a little next level above you but then Tyler really enjoy- I think we were all enjoying it but Tyler really
really enjoyed the tequila a lot. And by the time we got to Retta, it was like yeah. it was like there were no topics to talk about yeah. anymore. It's just like <laughs> Retta. I What's know it like you. being Retta? Like that's where it ended up. It was it was fantastic, but it was great and it was funny and people. Yeah. Really well, I'll tell you what, it. I have four mics. You guys are more than welcome to come on my podcast. Oh, nice. We'd love to, and, we'll yeah. be, and I'll yes. open a few bottles of wine and we'll yeah. hang out in the man cave and just I, it's my those are my favorite podcasts. Like uh, I did one. I don't know if you know who Joey Diaz is, but Joey Diaz and Tom Skrull came to my house and gave my dad edible marijuana on accident. What? And we did a podcast. Wait, and who? Joey Diaz and who? Joey Diaz and Tom Segura. Oh, okay, gave my dad edible on marijuana accident? on Easter on accident. Like, was it in chocolate eggs? No, it was in popcorn. My dad's like, oh, buddy, it's popcorn. I go, no, that's not, dad. It's edible marijuana. <laughs> I was like, you're going down a rabbit hole. And I grabbed a handful. I was like, I'm chasing you. So, so yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's one of my top rated podcasts because in the middle, in the middle, in the fucking middle, everyone's higher than giraffe pussy. And all of a sudden, in comes a Laylee Hayslip. Do you know who that is? She wrote the, t- the book, When Heaven and Earth Changed Places, the Oliver Stone, mo- Stone movie. She wrote the book. So she lived through Vietnam during horrific torture. Oh my God. And she just walks in. I go, Oh, Laylee. And I'm trying to put sentences together. I go, We're talking about bad, the worst thing you've ever seen. And she goes, I think when my brother was dropped out of a helicopter into our village, that was the worst thing. And everyone's like, What the fuck? And then she just walks out. We're like, What the fuck just happened? But yeah, that, that's a good one. Oh. But, so you guys are more than welcome. We come over, we get loaded, have a good time, and there's and there's no rules at all. Yeah. And, and we can talk about your podcast. It'll help cross over. That's, sure. what, I, that's what I like. In yeah. That, you know. So so really quick then. So you, so you got Burtcast. That's, that's, that's your podcast. Yeah. You're, you're working on a flip, a trip flip. I got a show on Travel Channel. I do stand up. Uh, I do a podcast. I, I just wrote a book. It's called Life of the Party. I have a lot of crazy stories. Like I got involved with the Russian mafia when I was 22 and robbed a train. Uh, Oliver Stone. What? Yeah, it's a long story. Um, go online. Just type in the machine. Uh, okay. And, and then uh, and then uh, when I was in college, Rolling Stone magazine discovered me, called me the number one party animal in the country. Uh, Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life, and that's how I got into stand up. So like I have a lot of insane. It's crazy. So I thought Will Smith wanted to fuck me in the ass one night. Like, there's a bunch of so those are all my books. So I wrote a book, Life of the Party. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on my website, and uh, that's Bert, all I got going on. Bert, maybe Will was trying to save your life. Yeah. No. Oh, it's a good story. It's a good story. It's a good story. <laughs> but you got to well, read what, the book to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have links for all of your stuff uh, yeah. up on our site yeah, okay. and uh, in our wow. uh, amplified stuff. I wow, that's, that's I, insane. I gotta get this. Out so uh, again, everybody, welcome, Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have some context. I'm just gonna give up at life after hearing. All of that. Yeah, I've got right? some. I've got I like. I can't wait till we get travel see. stories because I got a fucking bucket full. I've been living a bucket, bu- a bucket list of adventures for the past four years on this show. So when we talk tra- greatest adventure yeah. travel stories, dude, I almost got attacked by a great white shark the other day. So let's go. <laughs> this is what I'm fucking well, talking okay, about. Okay, but remember, we got to pare it down. You got to pick just the one. I've got. One. You got to pick just the one. But you can. I might give you a follow up. Yeah. yeah honorable, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. So let's so let's jump in. Let's jump in. I think first up for bat, we got favorite beverage. Favorite sure. beverage, Bert. As our guest, you get to start off every every topic. So, what is wow. your favorite beverage? A uh, gin fizz made properly. Well, no, uh, t- explain to us a what gin exactly fizz. Is a the gin key fizz. to a gin fizz. It's a New Orleans drink, and I'm leaving for New Orleans on Thursday to go down to Mardi Gras. Talk to Dave. You, are you from there? His wife is. My from wife there, is from there, it's and the his soul city is from the there. World. It's fucking the best city ever. Amazing. I mean, I perfected that place in college. Like I really did. One outfit. That's all you went to wear. No Mardi Gras. One outfit had it overalls as the coverall in case it got cold at night, and then you had clothes under, so you could drop the overall. Tie them around your waist, and you had shorts under that. Two shirts. That's back when waffle tees and a t-shirt was cool, right? <laughs> Tuck tailors, definitely, and that was your outfit. Sometimes you wear combat boots, but that's like early '90s shit. Right, right. But uh, but <laughs> I, it's the first place I ever had a gin fizz. One of our friends was like, "Dude, you got a gin fizz?" I had no clue. I like gin. I like the concept, but what it is mostly is egg whites shaken for 12 minutes. They've got it's a a proper gin fizz is egg whites shaken for twelve minutes so it gets nice and creamy and frothy with a little bit of simple syrup some gin some soda water and it is absolutely fantastic but the thing is it's the preparation around it like when you get a Jack on the Rocks it's Jack on the Rocks here you go yeah, okay yeah. thanks down that's that's arithmetic one two three but when you get a gin fizz you have a conversation with a bartender you're having a beverage you don't pound it it took twelve minutes to make you're so, that is fucking foreplay you are slowly <laughs> sipping it like you're going down on yeah. a supermodel you are slowly slipping it you're not rushing your way through like you would with your wife you go and that is my opinion my favorite drink all right Bert wow well display I, I'm surprised that they haven't come up with like some kind of like shaker bot so that the fucking bartender yeah. doesn't yeah. have to do this for 12 minutes like yeah it's it's you watch it on TV and you see these old men just yeah, sitting yeah. there and hammering it it's yeah. like oh and they're tired as hell oh exhausted and you know when they look, you look at them and you go I want a gym fizz they're like fuck yeah Motherfucker. 
I'll be back in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll see uh, you. Make that 12. <laughs> <laughs> Crowded uh, bar tangent business. Yeah, oh my. Yeah, yeah I, that's not a tur- that's not a that's not what you get at Red Eye Grill or a lot of, a lot of other places <laughs> in New Orleans where it's just like literally like Lucy's or it's like I need five uh, Miller High Lifes and two hurricanes! shots of Yeah, hurricanes <laughs> at patios. Like you're like, I had three pa- I had three hurricanes one night. That is one too many. Really? It is one too many. <laughs> or one might say three too many. Yeah. No, no, you can have two. You can have two yeah. in a couple hours and you're like, okay, now I'm up? drunk and I'm but I'm not shit face drunk. It depends on what size hurricane you have. If you had a hurricane the size of the glasses we used, we <laughs> did pour on your head we did the it. ALS challenge when when we were we were in New Orleans when that whole ALS challenge was going around yeah. and we went uh, uh Dave and my and my sister Shikana concocted this great idea of basically going to uh, patios because they had the, the the giant like like how big are those? They're like three oh, they're feet like tall. Four gallon yeah. uh, oh, giant yeah. ha- four gallon hurricane glasses and we filled them with, with ice water. Ice. They wouldn't let us we were like can we really fill them with hurricanes and like Dude, it's gonna take us a week to clean that shit up yeah. if we do that. Because it's just been sticky just syrup sticky everywhere. Syrup so we literally just unlike like, the rest of the city. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every surface in that city is sticky yeah, in the quarter. Yeah. I would, that's okay. You know what's funny though? I would, I would, uh, I would say that I am the antithesis to your favorite drink because I like the one, two, three arithmetic. I like a Jack on the Rocks, or not, yeah. not maybe not even necessarily Jack, but like I'm a whiskey rocks kind of guy. So what if kind I had of a, whiskey though? Well, it depends on the mood I'm in. Like I, I really like Bullet. I'm a Bullet guy. I like uh, Jameson. Uh, I'm a big Jameson guy. Sometimes I'll throw a little ginger ale in there if my tummy's hurting me, or I feel like I've had too much and I need to start cutting down on what the actual ratio of the whiskey per ice per uh, whatever the cutter is. But yeah, I'm a whiskey guy. I, uh, that's I'm a, I'm a pretty simple guy. I was sponsored by Jameson for two years. Were you really? Yeah, yeah. For we did a comedy tour, and uh, oh yeah, and so they you do a tour, and the whole the only thing in your rider, two things. You weren't allowed to talk about abuse of alcohol around children or in a vehicle. But you ha- the other thing was you had to drink Jameson on stage. Wow. So you got on stage, and you'd do three show nights in Columbus, oh, and man. you'd have Jameson <laughs> on the rocks. Just by the end of the show, you are piecing together a set trying to remember <laughs> what joke you told. And then, at the, and then every St. Patty's Day, they'd fly us to Ireland, and we'd do shows in their distillery and hang out oh, and wow. do the parade. It was, And then you want to talk about what a fucking gangster organization this is? At the end of our contract, they wrap it up, and they're like, listen, we're not going to renew the tour, but we'd like to give you guys a parting gift. They gave five of us, Billy Gardell, Steve Byrne, Danny Bevins, uh, and Pete Corielli and Michael Loftus and myself an acre of land on the on the river in Cork gave us all acres right next to each other. What? what? That's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. Jameson is baller. So you have and every month they I gotta go tour for they, Jameson. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. They still do that. They, if you t- let them know you're a fan, they would easily fly you away. It's called a DJ flyaway, and they fly all the DJs from like all the big radio markets to Jameson to do a show in the distillery to pro- during St. Patty's Day, and they'd. Easily fly you. Easily fly you. I over. want an acre on the river, bro. Well, I don't know if you're getting that. <laughs> yeah, that's. They, and they'd send you a box. You have to work. A box of Jameson at the beginning of every month. Wow. Just a case of Jameson. Wow, that's the greatest amazing. company in the world. Dave, uh, favorite drink, beverage. Uh, I'm gonna go old fashioned. It's my favorite beverage. Uh, uh, again, I'm a Kentucky guy. I grew up in you know really small town. Uh, Basil Hayden is my preferred bourbon. Uh, if I'm just gonna sip it with a little couple two ice cubes only. But you know, in old fashioned again, it had it's not just a one, two, three. It's a let's put the Cuban, let's get the cherry, let's muddle, let's you know, let's get that orange peel, let's let's squeeze it with a little fire, put it in. I just love that drink, man. It's got a great it's just beautiful. It, it makes it's the perfect thing to drink. Yeah. It's the perfect mixed bourbon drink. It's my dad's favorite drink. It's uh I mean Is I, you Dave know, your dad? What's that? What? Is David your dad? It's weird. You should have seen me in Guys, the podcast. Guys, we're learning so much. Pop, pop, we look like we could amid. be brothers. We you do. do. Look, you like, definitely look like you could be related. Uh, Razzle Beverage. We know um, you don't drink alcohol, so yeah. Uh, is there a virgin daiquiri you care well, for? Are you going to go for Shirley soda, Temple, by the way? Or, yeah, uh, generally, it depends. Generally, I'll, I'll, if I'm at a, a bar or a club of sorts, I will get a Shirley Temple. Um, but if they have it, oh I got to go with a root beer because there's so many varieties of root beer. I just, I'm a huge fan of root beer. You like the sarsaparilla? I, I, I like hate the sarsaparilla. Root beer. Root beer. Is, Do you what? really? What? I fucking hate it. And you like Sam Elliott. You love Sam Elliott and you hate root Sam beer. Sam Elliott's the coolest guy on the planet. Yeah. Sam Elliott, please do this podcast. I know you're not listening, <laughs> but please do this podcast. Uh, I can't, I don't know what it was when my, either my parents first let me try root beer or one of my friends, but I was like, I I cannot drink it at all. 
Dude, at a, all. I love it. A Xanax and a root beer is like <laughs> is like. Well, I've never tried that. So, heaven. what if they just start releasing like A and W's like yeah. with Xanax? I often think, why can't why like why don't they make something that tastes as good as root beer but yet alcoholic? Like identical? Can't they put a something in that? It's so in, good. in a separate in a different parallel universe, I would be a micro brewed root beer. We should tell uh, Aisha Tyler, who's not coming out with a whole oh, yeah. line of uh, spirits. She like, is. Aisha, yeah, yeah, she's got this whole like. She came in and did our podcast. She was like, I've been drinking all these different drinks and trying to figure out exactly what. I mean, uh, she's I tried really, 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 really quick, really quick, right around the room, real quick, non-alcoholic beverage, really quick, just top of the head. Root beer. It would be root beer. Root beer. Root beer. Oh, Coca-Cola by far. See, I'm going to say water. No. I genuinely, if I had to pick one thing that's uh, not alcoholic, I, I think water is such a great thing to drink. I like being, I like the feeling of being hydrated, and I feel like sodas and other things just don't, they, they make you feel like you're getting hydrated, yeah. but they don't fully actually get there. Coke is the most refreshing beverage on the planet. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's, it's I'm not joking. because you're a redneck. Pepsi is the same I'm way. From, I'm from Kentucky. Pepsi's I mean, yeah. better. It's funny. Pepsi was big. It was like Pepsi. We had RC Cola where I'm oh, from. Oh, sure. Like L8 and all oh, this kind yeah. of crazy shit. I'll give like, a... You, you know, can't if a fountain coke. Here's the other thing. I worked at McDonald's for a long time as a as yeah, fucking high coke, school. Yeah, which and we always had. And I had to like always make sure the mix was right. Coke, McDonald's fountain Coca Cola, is the greatest drink ever. No, <laughs> not all. It is. Not at all. But you're biased. That's because you grew up. You're drinking it every day. If we're talking yeah, okay. at McDonald's, the high C. Is the, the, the high C is a great drink? Is the best at McDonald's, but overall, I mean, Pepsi's better than Coke. But I also, oh gotta, my god, you I got Pepsi's I gotta, not. I cannot sit next to yeah. <laughs> Pepsi's not better than Coke. Pepsi is is like the ugly sister who no. showed up to Thanksgiving. No, and you're like, no, oh no, my no. god, thank God I didn't marry her. But it's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> no facts. Here's what the generation? What country? I'll tell you what generation. Uh, the entire 80s, 70s, and 60s. Because the reason New Coke came out in the 80s was because marketing company did the Pepsi challenge and. Everybody preferred Pepsi over Coke. So Coke was like, well, we need to try and match Pepsi. So they stopped making regular Coca-Cola, and then they made new Coke, which all of a sudden nobody liked, and then that ended up working in their favor. So it is factual that more people prefer Pepsi. Not now. Factual. Not now. <laughs> I mean, can I, can, I, can I bring it back to RC Cola real quick? Has yeah. anybody else heard that RC Cola is actually owned by Latter-day Saints? That's owned, it's, it's a Mormon-owned or held company. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. I had heard that one time a long time ago, and I was like, wait, really? But they don't drink caffeine. I don't know. If anybody out there knows if this is true or false, yeah. I think I think Razzle's actually trying to I'm, Snopes this right now. Snopes, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna Snopes. Zach, the hell you haven't out of you haven't false. told us you haven't. Oh, well, there you on go. Snopes is false. Also, oh, never well, mind. That is false, everyone. So it's not owned. It not even not allegedly anymore. It's just no. false. Yeah, it's owned by the Palestinians. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon. Oh, I see. too late. Wow, too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. Zach, what is Zach, your favorite beverage? I already said. He said his. Water? Oh. Water? Oh, no, 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 no. But you were saying. I said whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, whiskey rocks. Uh, yeah, but you didn't. All right, all right. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. like a brand. You know what I mean? It wasn't like. Then again, then again, it is a beverage. Is the it type. is true. Like, no, I just fine. said root beer. Root no, I thought you were going to say. Brands. Yeah. You said no, no, no. My, my favorite. I'm not that big on like <laughs> on like more complex cocktails. Like every once in a while, I'll have a complex cocktail. But to me, it's just like you're gilding the lily. Like just yeah. give me what it is that I want. That's the root of what that cocktail. I don't is. know what gilding the lily means. <laughs> Basically, what you have is <laughs> I, can't, I would I would love to lie right now, but I don't know what it means. But it's, I want to use it, so I want I, I'd like to throw that sentence. Uh, I believe, and you can Snopes this. Uh, gilding the lily is like when you got something that's already great. Why are you trying to make it better? Like so funny. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what gilding lily sounds like? Some something similar to female circumcision. Like oh, gilding the lily. It, no. it's, to gild refined gold, to paint the lily, to throw a perfume oh, on the violet, to smooth the gilding ice. Gilding the lily. Like yeah. lilies are. Oh, I fucking like that. <laughs> yeah. Like lilies are already use it. beautiful. Use it in your next. When next time you're doing the travel show, you have to use gilding the lily yeah, yeah. somewhere. I'll throw there. it in in New Orleans, guys. We're kind of gil- gilding the lily right <laughs> yeah, yeah. now. And then immediately follow it up with, "Let me explain what that means." <laughs> Wait, what's your I favorite? Will. And then, what's and then, your favorite? And then, and then, and, and then on camera, follow that up by Jameson give. Picking favorites, all an acre of land. An acre yeah, of land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite bar in New Orleans? Uh, uh, I don't. I'd have to think. I don't know. Uh, I was at a bar last time I was in New Orleans, and the uh, cast from Workaholics was walking down the street, and I was. We were up top, and I'm, I'm a com- comic. I know Adam's a comic, and so I, I was so fucked up, and I was trying to say <laughs> what I wanted to say was, "Hey guys, I'm a comedian as well as you, Adam." Um, maybe you know who I am and we can have a drink. But what I said was, I'm Burt Kreischer. <laughs> <laughs> and 
fucking, as soon as it came out, I was like, why did I say that? I'm with 15 people I know, one of them my oldest and longest best friend, and fucking Adam turns around and he goes, the machine! And I was like, no. Oh, fucking God! And then he came up and we all fucking partied all night long. And I, I have no idea where we were. But it was like, I was like, thank God that wasn't met with the horrificness it should have been met yeah, with. Like, but it was, it was great. We fucking partied all night long and had a fucking blast. But uh, wow. I, know, I, I love that show. It's a great show. I know show. my favorite bar in New show. Orleans, Bullets, uh, it's called Bullets Bar. It's in the Ninth Ward and they do uh, they do jazz music on like Tuesday nights. Oh, where uh, Kermit used to play, right? Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Kermit Ruffin plays there, yeah. Kermit Ruffin's, yeah. Uh, he's a badass. Later. Kermit Ruffin's a badass. He is a badass. What was, the, what, was the, what was the bar uh, point? Uh, uh, Algiers, Algiers Point, point bar. We go. Uh, we went there. For, so we did this thing for Esquire, the Zach, the, the getaway. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh well, yeah. So my wife being from there, Zach, me, and my wife went, and then his sister and one of our other best friends all went. So we went to the Old Point Bar, and encountered the craziest bartender ever. Dude, she was nutso. Who was nutso? Super fun, nutso. Really fun, but like super overtly sexual. Yeah. Like in a really like weird like <laughs> to two know, married men. To two married guys sitting there yeah. was like uh, come to the bathroom for and we're like what are you and. God bless her. <laughs> yeah. She was a lovely woman, but it was you were like, "What are you? This is insane." We're just like looking at the camera, going, "I, I can't believe this shit is happening." Uh, Razzle, what would be your favorite bar in New Orleans since you made it there yeah. <laughs> at the tail end of Mardi Gras? Yeah, he showed up like at two in the morning, uh, Tuesday no, night. No, 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 in the no, afternoon. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no, the afternoon. No, before. it was it was midnight. On it was we. So, uh, long story short. I've told this story on a few on a few of the podcasts, including uh, this one. Yeah, on this one, uh, my friends and I we were in Panama City Beach for spring break, and it was during Mardi Gras, and we're like, <laughs> "How redneck is that?" Golf tournament, right golf yeah, tournament, yeah. polo, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, 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 we were with Jack Nicholson. Oh no, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Uh, but anyways, so we uh, this is before MapQuest and before iPhones and all that, and we were asking around, we're like, New Orleans can't be that far away, right? So. <laughs> We're like, oh, we could get there in five hours or whatever. It took way longer than that, but we ended up driving in. We we after some some big accidents that stopped us and all that. We arrived in New Orleans uh, at like twelve twenty three on Ash Wednesday morning, and Mardi Gras ends at twelve. <laughs> and so and it, the it, streets. For were, those of you not listening, it ends. Yeah, it yeah. For those of you listening, it, Ghost it ends. It's shut down, and they start cleaning the fucking yeah, streets. Yeah, yeah. Like Ghost we town. get there, and it was like. Nobody was in sight, and there was like trash was all cleaned up and everything already. It was like, are we? It was like a the Twilight Zone. You this missed is, it. This, yeah. is, this is New Orleans, right? This is yeah. this yeah. is New Orleans. I have the We're visual, not in Baton Rouge. I have the visual of the street sweepers passing the street he's walking down yeah. right as he steps onto Bourbon Street, going, I don't know what all the word about this. <laughs> yeah. I, don't get it. I don't get it. This yeah. place yeah. isn't that busy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, I think we got to take a little break, and then uh, when we come back, we've got our second two topics. So everybody, uh, stick around. Hey, everybody, it's Zach. So listen, building a website can be tough, right? And even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair, whether it's for a business site, a portfolio, restaurant, whatever else. In this day and age, you probably need one anyway, right? So, well, lucky for us, there's a company called Squarespace, and Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website templates for you to work with. Not only that, but those templates are part of Squarespace's responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device, further minimizing the hassles of making a website on your own. And every website you build also comes with a free online store if you need it. You just need something minimalistic but powerful? Their cover page feature also allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in minutes. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for a year. So what are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code MACHINE to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for Nerd Machines Picking Favorites. So we want to thank Squarespace for their support of Nerd Machines Picking Favorites, and we want to thank all you for listening. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Hey everybody! Thank you very much. Uh, thank, we 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 hope and appreciate that you will patronize our sponsors, as they are pretty much the only reason why we're still doing this. Uh, so, so go check them out. Click links, buy product. It's very beneficial for us and for you because yeah. they're great products. Um, if you're just uh, catching up with, with us right now, we're with Bert Kreischer, stand-up comic, uh, host of uh, Flip Trip Flip. Hey, I my name's running. right here. 
I was looking for what? my name on the table. I was like, I had to have written my name somewhere. Oh, on there. <laughs> having done another uh, podcast here yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. Cheating Brothers. on us? Oh, oh, oh Scar yeah. Brothers. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Scar Brothers. Are funny. I worked with those guys on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like literally like eight, 10 years ago, eight or nine years ago, yeah. like season three. And they played like two DJs in the bar for like a all night dance marathon episode. <laughs> it's freaking, it's a really funny episode. I don't know if you, they, we, I was a prop guy and we created this, uh, these bionic legs for Jiminy Cricket. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the punishment for not dancing was a keg you had to wear around your neck. <laughs> so we were like, literally had this keg we were just like throwing on to Rob and to Charlie. It was funny. Anyway, I went to uh, go back I, to season it's, three. It's Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood is such an interesting town. Oh, yeah. Like 12 years ago, I, my, one of my best friends I grew up with is out here, and he's like, I want to introduce you to the most interesting guy I've ever met. I met him on uh, one of those summer stock things they do. And uh, he, we went to Paquito Mas on Sunset, and it was Charlie Day. I got to be honest with you. I'm a really fucking interesting guy. I really am. Man, this guy was fucking fascinating. He told the best goddamn stories. I met him one time, and that has never stuck out of my mind, is that guy. And I was like, what? Are, like, he just filled up that outdoor area and just telling stories. And I, I talk a lot. I shut the fuck up, and I listen. And I was like, <laughs> this guy's fucking amazing. He was a great guy. He's he awesome. really yeah. is a great guy. And he's yeah. and super talented. Uh, super horrible talented. Bosses is a fucking— So funny. He is hilarious yeah. in that. yeah. So, all right, keep going. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, shout, out, shout out to Charlie Day. Um, I, actually, you know what? Uh, just to stay on that for one, one more second. I, I Just the other day, it was on, uh, Pacific Rim was on. You guys oh, seen Pacific he's Rim? Great. He's so good in that movie. I love that movie. He, he's great. He's so good in that I, movie. I, but there's so many things about the movie. Like, there was stuff that I really loved about yeah. it. Like, like, the little kid robot thing in me that yeah. I really loved. But then there was stuff I was like, I, could you have picked more cliche ways to... Yeah. To kind of like execute what you're trying to do, yeah. it was just very—I don't know—it was a very strange, it's a very strange mix for me. I, there's yeah. things I was like, "Oh, it's awesome," and then, "Oh, come on!" Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of the cliched, uh, you know, exosuit robot costumes, you know, and like the sword saving the day, and it's like, why didn't you just use the sword? Yeah, the like time? all that, all those plot <laughs> points. Like, I'm like, but, what the hell? But I love, like, spoiler alert: it's been out for a few years, so you guys should have—it doesn't Seen matter. It, yeah. Um, but there's a spot where like Charlie Day is the scientist, and people always like they treat him poorly because he's kind of like the nerdy scientist and he's got weird ideas like the the so in Pacific Rim you can get in and you merge your brain with these robots so you can control these giant robots and there's also these giant aliens that they're fighting the kaiju the kaiju have you have, have you, uh, you I've, I've seen yeah. this part where someone crawls out of a mouth or something at the end towards the end of it I don't okay know. yeah yeah Ron Perlman dead yeah and um so uh, Charlie Day had this this idea to use these same technologies to get into the minds of these aliens, which is a fascinating idea. And I really wish they would have explored that more yeah. and had him almost controlling one of these giant alien yeah, creatures sure. to save the day. Yeah. But it's a, I mean, he's he's great in any project he's in. Yeah, I he's feel super like. talented. Yeah, he's good. Um, let's do. Uh, uh, yeah, let's no, save the, tra- the trip thing. For oh the last. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do that, that last. So so next is uh, favorite pop artist. Favorite pop artist Bert. Who is your favorite pop artist? Okay. All right. This is gonna be tough. I'm gonna have to go with not who Selena I listen. Gomez. And you can even you uh, can. don't even get me started. There was a time where I was googling her, going, "Wait, how old is she again?" <laughs> I, I would have never broken up with her, Rob's Beaver. I, she's my my wife won't let the kids watch her because she says she sasses her mom on the the witch show. Um, uh, I, I'm okay. Who I, for a while it was Gaga. Because uh, you and I is like ultimate my ultimate hotel drunk by myself uh, lip sync song. It's a great <laughs> song, dude. I don't give great a fuck song. that I'm talking about a guy. I still lip sync the exact same words. <laughs> For a while, I came out to Kesha every time I was on stage. That's yeah. how I, Die Young was, was my song that oh, I walked out on stage to. <laughs> I, and I would let it play the whole fucking song and drink beers while I played. Never skipped a beat. However, right now. No questions asked. The pound for pound, the greatest pop artist, in my opinion, that I listen to by myself on airplanes and cry is Taylor Swift. I mean, uh, maybe boom. maybe you and Razzle are just meant to be together. Dude, Taylor <laughs> Swift Dude. is legit. She's I listen so to our song by myself, and I start tearing up as if I have a 16-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> our song... And your mama don't know. I mean, it. I, and the girl changes genres. She's yeah. she shake it off, and then she's our song, yeah. and then she's she just is she talent incarnate. She is one of, in my opinion, one of the best songwriters over the last fifteen years. Just yes. melodically and and lyrically, her. I mean, she's such a she's 
every song is a different genre. Dude. You know, Trouble has parts of dubstep in there, yeah. and it's still country. And a it's, lot of that is her producers, you know, too. I, I don't want to take anything away from Taylor Swift, because no, I also look, think she's look, absolutely. magically delicious. Yeah. Look, but look, I, I agree. And and my friends and I, we had a, uh, do you know, uh, um, uh, 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 work it out, Brian work it Cook. Out. Do you know Brian Cook? No. He's a, he's another comic. Uh, some some other comedians and I uh, on Twitter. We had like a late night. This was like three in the morning, a week before the Super Bowl. We were having a debate about Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. And I'm like, look, I love Katy Perry. I'm all on board, absolutely. But when you look at like Roar, there's eight songwriters, including Katy Perry, yeah. one of which is Max Martin, who's the producer. And you look at Shake It Off. Two other songwriters with Taylor Swift, one of which is also Max Martin. So in the in the scheme of songwriting uh, alone, I just got to say, I mean, obviously the audience knows how big of a fan of Taylor Swift I am, so she's my answer. But I mean, it's she's spans genres, and she's started when she was so young, and yeah. I mean, she's just she deserves all fourteen Grammys, I think. She owns. Shake it off! I knew you were trouble. Twenty two. We were never getting what you call it. We were never getting. We are never ever ever, ever getting back together. You and I. And you, when this my favorite happening. one, my favorite this one. Is, this is, this is about, all happening. What about right she now. wears short skirts? I wear t-shirts. Oh my god! This is really by the way, that's my uh, that's my nine year old little sister's best favorite song too. This is. Really okay, happening. hold on. Best yeah. best intro to a song ever, and this is what I thought she said. And by the way, this is the day I got into Taylor Swift because I thought my, all my girls are in the back with all their friends. I'm taking them to laser tag. Yeah, it's raining because it's you know you love L.A. raining days. Yeah. and they go play this song. I'm gonna play a little bit. You're not gonna get sued, but I, I'll tell you what I thought she said. Okay, let's see. Oh. I'll sing what I thought she said. It feels like a perfect night to dress up like Hitler. <laughs> and I said, I said, I said, what the fuck did she just say? And my kids are like, what? I go, did she just say dress up like Hitler? And then I played it and it's hipsters. Yeah, and I was right. like, okay. And then I listened to the song. The song is fucking amazing. It's amazing. Because yeah, I feel talented. like I'm 22 sometimes. I feel like that. We I, all do. I, yeah. I'm 42. I feel like a child. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. Well, most of us live like children still in some way. We Dude. all have jobs. We all have stuff we have to do. But we, like, we play video games and we listen to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the uh, Welcome to New York, that song. Just yeah. I, I, It's like th- there's a part in that song that to me is like I'm a huge Huey Lewis fan also. The part where where it's like they say the hard rock and roll. I love listening to that part. And the part on Welcome to New York is when Taylor Swift is just like boys and boys and girls and girls. And that just that cadence and the production. It's just. She's good, man. I can't wait to see If you're just joining in with us. Uh, welcome to our podcast. It's picking Taylor. <laughs> uh, it's just an hour <laughs> dedicated. Uh, we, we should. We literally could probably. Taylor we could Swift. probably sell a podcast called Taylor Swift is the greatest human being on the yeah. earth. If <laughs> she wanted to have sex with me, I could cheat on my wife, leave my wife, and not stir a wrinkle in the pond in my family. My kids would be like, "Fuck it." He brought Taylor Swift in. We're happy. <laughs> I'm. I don't. I'm not. So, Dave, what's your I'm who's your favorite certain, pop star? Uh, I'm gonna say favorite pop star. Is one who you were probably gonna who would have been yours earlier, definitely uh, Gaga. I'm not. A, I'll say this: I'm not a huge pop star music guy, um, but I think she is very creative in everything about her. She gets that it's a performance. Yeah, like it's performance. So good. like this is a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play this character. Yeah. Um, and I think that. Her songs are fun. They're cool. I mean, I you know I don't love every song of hers, but I think a lot of her songs, like you and I, great songs. The story behind that it makes it better that she would just dick around on the piano and play it at her shows just to warm up, and that it became a fucking hit. And I mean, I listen to that song. That's a great that you. That's I cannot song. argue with you. She is artistically. I'm gonna say probably the furthest ahead of everyone so far that I think that half of her stuff I don't get because I'm like I'm like maybe I don't know where you're right. at sometimes mm. but I can't disagree with you at all. She is she was great fantastic. and it's funny she people were back on her this week for the Tony Bennett thing because like they were like oh she was kind of put on this whole like May West like persona like her and Tony performed at the Grammys. I don't yeah. know if you guys also the yeah. Grammys were just yeah. a few days ago, yeah. uh, which I thought was a pretty good show. I was, was I was like good. that's a pretty good show. Um, but I was like, people were like, oh, you know, she was one of the lows because she was kind of putting on this whole character. It was like, she was playing like 
they're doing like these old standards. I mean, you know, yeah. she did yeah. cheek to cheek. Yeah. So she was like getting into the vibe of the era and the yeah. time and all that. And I was like, why would you be back? And I think people just, you know, people just troll. Haters going to hate. They just like hate Haters going to hate. I think uh, Taylor Swift said that the best. Yeah. yeah. Haters going to hate. Did you see that? Oh, by the way, this is the craziest thing. And again, this is going to so, sound so cheesy, but I don't care. My wife and I were watching some like pre, you know, pre-Grammy, like, you know, red carpet stuff. We were watching it fine. Judge me all you want. Uh, Stop qualifying. Just say no, no, no. <laughs> so Taylor Swift walks up to Ryan Seacrest, right? Yeah. And Ryan Seacrest goes, "I want to show you this clip of you in 2008 at my radio show. Uh, we were you were doing an interview, and here's what here's what you did. And she and it shows Taylor, curly haired, 18 years old, talking. And she goes, "You know, man, I just some of these times, like I just got to shake it off." Like Shut seven years up. ago, and she was like, her mind was blown. She's yeah. like, "Holy!" She's like, "I don't remember that." I don't remember. Like I never said that before. Like he was like, that, he was like that. She was like that wasn't the inspiration for that. I don't even remember saying that. It's like I feel like roaring sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah totally. But Gaga's definitely mine. I, uh, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna. Based go on with. the Grammys, that is the reason I bought Beck's new album. I didn't even know he had an album out. Uh, By the way, <laughs> can we all just talk about how I'm just gonna say it? There's a meme going. Have you guys seen the meme? Uh-uh. No. I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna read it to you. I'm gonna uh, read it to you. My wife sent it to me today, and it's awesome. Is it? It's real. Hold up, you gonna get this work? No, it's this. No, it should just. Ah! Here it is. What it says. Here's it what it says. Be, it's hey. a picture of Beck on top of the picture of Beyonce below it. And here's what it says. Beck wrote, produced, arranged all 13 songs on his last album. Plays 16 instruments. Is asked by Kanye to give his award to Beyonce. Beyonce plays zero instruments. Needed 16 songwriters, producers, and composers on her last album. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah, I see your point. I mean, here's the deal: that, that Beyonce album is so it's, good. That's nothing. To, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it is. Even but, if it but is. Here's the thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I think. I think that this is very. I think this is. I think this is very important. I think this is very important. You, you. We cannot, as a society, yeah. we cannot drag Beyonce into this because Kanye. It's not her fault. You're right. Beyonce it's not her fault. Absolutely. Yeah. It, there, there are. There's very stark differences in both of their albums Absolutely. and one can make the argument because Kanye wanted to start the argument yeah. of what artistry is and who deserves well, that album but at the end of the day I think the only thing that we can all agree on is that Kanye West actually there's a couple things uh, Kanye West I, you I think if, if if you really just listen to people you'd understand a lot of people think you're very very talented Kanye yeah. you're a very talented dude you 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 write very interesting music you have in weird cool eclectic taste you you write music that we dance to that we groove to all that stuff but for the love of God just shut the fuck up yeah. just shut the fuck up <laughs> nobody wants to hear you spout a bunch of ignorance anymore you're your own worst enemy just shut the fuck up Kanye that's it that's all that's all yeah. I need to say Kanye Kanye West is like the Mel Gibson of rappers like make cool things no, 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 he's, no, I'm sorry, no. he's worse. He's way worse. He's way worse. Like, like, yeah, like, because No, don't drag, like, listen, don't you can be mad at Mel for the mistakes no, he's made. Not, he's not a, fucking Kanye no, but he, at all. <laughs> but, but, but what I mean is, <laughs> I, mean, I love this. I mean, like, like, continue making good things, but just don't talk. And you're, like, right? you're not even involved in it. Dude, you're not so Beyonce. Ridiculous. I mean, like, not, here's the deal. It's so ridiculous. Not even, okay. not even ta- to it's talk so about how Sam Smith won three awards by ripping off Tom Petty, and Tom Petty didn't win an award. Well, how, whoa, yeah. Sam Smith ripped off Tom Petty? Yeah, absolutely, and it's fact. Like, he has to pay. I love, the, I love when you say it's fact, because <laughs> it's Pepsi's the number one cola. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Smith ripped off Petty. That's a fact. I love these. Keep Listen, going, keep going. No, there's uh, whatever. The, the song I've that, heard this as well. The, the, the hit song that Sam Smith has right now is I Won't Back Down. And it's the same melody, and it's it's a slower pitch down version of "I Won't Back Down." What? And he he's openly admitted that they, he's now giving Tom Petty like twelve percent of the sales and all that because it's musically the same. Well, the same okay, theme. but he didn't win all those awards just because of that song. And correct. I mean, well, he won an award for that song for the best record of the year, which was the record that song. So he won an award for that song. But he also won two other awards for best album and all that. All right, so. now, let me play. Look, let me play a, he's a very advocate. he's a very talented dude. Like I'm not. You know, oh I'm no not, doubt. Like he, I've, here's the deal. I've. I mean, I used to be in a band, but uh, I've never released. Like I've. Ne- you know what I mean? Like I. I do nothing. I yeah. have. I have accomplished yeah. nothing. I they can play Tom Petty songs, that. and I still haven't ripped his off to play my own. So it's still hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, wait. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for two seconds. Oh, for yes. two seconds, and I don't. And I hold your stance on the Kanye thing because even I get a little frustrated. And I'm like, why would you ruin Beck's moment like that? Why would you ruin anyone's? Why moment? would you? Ruin why why do you got to get in everybody's face? No, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's prove some point that, by the yeah. way, isn't even a good point. Yeah, like, it doesn't know, even hold any water. You know Beyonce and Jay-Z are just like, dude, stop Shut it. Shut up. Like, yeah. Stop. 
I can't believe Jay-Z, because Jay-Z and Beyonce are so smart. They're geniuses, I, yeah. I think. From a business standpoint, oh, everything they've built in their empire, rock and roll, more power, more power to you. But everyone knows that Jay-Z's kind of like, or should be, I think, kind of like Kanye's older brother. Like, dude, just shut the fuck yeah. up. You're yeah. just making it worse for yourself and everybody else. You're not yeah. a good example of an of an artist yeah. who, who actually understands the art if this is how you're presenting Absolutely. yourself and everybody else. Just shut yeah. up. But wouldn't you say... I'm just double advocate. That's okay. That Kanye is the anxiety attack in the marijuana experience. He is. If you didn't have anxiety attacks every now and then you smoked weed, it wouldn't be worth it. You'd be like, I don't know, I'm just having a good time every time. You never have that like, oh, is this too much? Right, right, right. He shakes it up a tad bit so that when he does step forward, you're like, oh, shit. When he started walking, everyone's like, oh, here goes fucking Kanye. It almost like puts... It gives you something to talk about, like the Richard Shermans of this world. I don't want the, the yeah, but Richard Sherman's talking about himself. Yeah, but yeah, but Kanye's just. I mean, and Kanye's talking about himself too. He's, ta- he's yeah, ultimately but, talking but about also, himself. Also, Richard. Sh- I mean, I, this is a very. I hear what you're saying, but I'm. I, I'm. But I'm gonna uh, fight it, and this is why. <laughs> because I agree. I don't look and in. I, I. I like. I so appreciate humility in yes. any in any vocation, right? Whether you're a professional athlete or you're uh, uh, an actor, movie star, or, or a, a singer, songwriter, whatever. 100%. Like, especially the like more famous you get, I feel like there. There is this counterbalance that I always appreciate in people when not when they are humble. Then I go, man, I so appreciate that you yeah. understand that you you understand your talent, own your talent. Yeah. But you have to know that there's always you. The world is filled with talented people, some yeah. of which are more talented than you and never just got an opportunity. And at least with Richard Sherman, there's a competitive thing in sports, which I get. Where you got to psych yourself up and you got to do this stuff. But Richard Sherman, when you see him off the field, is a seems to be a pretty genuine and and kind enough person who's very involved in philanthropy and stuff like that and when he's making points he's eloquent he's well spoken he's not always right sometimes it's just his opinion but that's what it is but with Kanye he is constantly spouting nonsense Nonsense. I have seen so many interviews with him like I don't know if you saw this one he was like on a it was on like a, it was like a hip hop R and B rap uh, radio station, and the and the host of the station was like an advocate. He was like, "Hey man, like I want, I'm so glad you came on. I just wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about stuff." And and Kanye started yelling at him. And he's like, "Yo, Kanye, yo, ch- calm down. Like, I just am asking you questions because people want to know." It's like, "You don't understand me. Nobody understands me. Like, going just crazy, Here's just crazy." Thing. And mo- hold on a second. Yeah. And but but moreover, <laughs> because because this is this because I want to go back to this point of because you know because then when he steps up, everybody's like, "Whoa!" Name one person in the history of music that needed to do that to actually be respected when they stepped on a stage. Nobody. There's not one yeah. person that was constantly shitting on everyone else. That that's what they needed to demand the respect of. Oh, here comes Kanye. Even the most extravagant, weird Prince, Cher, Madonna, like all these people that were massive, like that have orbits around them, yeah. never got up there and were so disrespectful that they had to literally interrupt other people's acceptance speeches in order to get their point across. Nobody loves me. Nobody gets me. I'm going to spout my bullshit. Shut the fuck up, Kanye West. Here's the deal. What if what if he's just been to the Matrix? No, (laughs) no, and he's back here to tell us. No, No. dude, do you think it's the Kardashian women doing this to men? No, No. don't get. I feel so. I don't even want to talk about that story. Moving on. (laughs) Sorry, that's probably the most bombs I dropped. It is the most. We're gonna put put not safe for work on the front of this one. (laughs) Yeah, apologize. Zach, you haven't told us your favorite pop star. Oh, please say Kanye West. Oh my god! Oh, you took the joke oh away from god. me. Oh, so you good. took my joke. Oh man, shit. Um, no, I, I'm sorry. I, no, no, I'm it's, sorry. Fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I feel like I feel the like joke still made it, so that's, that's fine. Almost, that's almost uh, that's almost worth re-editing. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't pull mine out. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no. Zach, Zach, what is your what is your who's no, your favorite I, uh, pop I, artist? So, so it's very. I love pop music, so it's very difficult for me to kind of pick just the one. But I would say that. I mean, I would say, uh, uh, and, I, and it's also about seeing somebody live. Like a lot of these acts, I have not seen live. But dude, I saw Justin Timberlake rock, like beyond, like beyond, like he. And it was when it was when uh, he was touring with Jay Z. Yes, when he was. And, but, I but saw was that before, one with my wife. But it was actually before the tour. It was. It was. He played at Super Bowl in New Orleans, and it was. It was like um, <clears throat> what, what is it? 2020 Vision. The the la- the name of his last album. Yes. 20, so, but it was the first half of 2020 Vision, and 
he was like decked out in a tux and it had like a whole big band behind him and he was like also playing with them and great dance moves and great voice and I just you know and I and, and his music I mean he's got so many hits that I oh, just think are so, so groovy they're so good he's I also think Bruno Mars is friggin fantastic as well Taylor Swift Katy Perry all these all these acts but so if I had to just kind of nail down on one I, I would say Justin Timberlake but I I just a kind of an honorable mention just because we just saw her recently uh, Charlie XCX she's kind of coming oh. A charts right now. She's from London. Yes, she did. Good. Um, she did fancy. She's like the kind of like. I'm so fancy. Yeah, she's the girl singing that bit of Iggy Azalea's fancy song. Oh, really? And she's great, man. To her, she's go. If you look at her album, if you download her album, she's got there's like four or five on there that you you already are just like, oh, that's such a catchy, great tune. So yeah. I would just throw that out there for anybody who hasn't isn't familiar with her yet. So that would be that. All right. Moving on. Moving beyond Kanye. God bless you, sir. Um, <laughs> I uh, hope Kanye hears this and then asks oh to come on your man. podcast. Oh, man. I'm sure a Google Alert's going to come up and like, he's like, who the fuck are these guys? And, but by the way, again, I, if, I, I, I want to reiterate, I do not think that Kanye West is not is, is untalented. I think oh, the guy is actually very, very, talented. Talented. very talented. And for his own sake, I'm like, dude, just do what you do. Yeah. Stop making it bad for you and everybody else. It's so not worth it. It just makes the world a shittier place. It, it's just not worth it. Uh, uh, all right. Favorite moment, favorite activity, favorite little tidbit of a story of a thing that happened to you abroad outside of the United States. Wow. But Kreischer, go. Uh, I have... <clears throat> I mean, and you can you can have an honorable mention too. You can have a second runner up. You just talk of, the rest of the time. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah. Just <laughs> <talk> <laughs> I uh, I think um, I I have had a number. I, I've had a number of small ones that made me. My wife calls it uh, embrace the gratitude in life, where you sit down, you stop, and you go, oh shit, I'm in Jamaica on a peninsula on a private island. In a, in a fucking infinity hot tub overlooking the sunrise with a cup of coffee. This is not. This is what life's about. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, I, you know, the first time I jumped out of a plane with Rachel Ray, I was I was pretty. It was a pretty like life affirming <laughs> moment where I went like, "Oh shit, I'm alive." Uh, tandem or solo? Tandem. Yeah, with a dude strapped on my back like yeah. we're in a prison. No, I've done prison that. rape harness. I've done that. It's horrible, horrible. But it's yeah, amazing. but at least you get. Free but it's fall. amazing. But it's amazing. Yeah, you're free if, you fall. Go on, if you go on a static line, you're just gonna get your yeah. your shoot yanked and you just float down. But you yeah. want to go tandem? No, tandem. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say my my most. Amazing trout, and, and this is so minuscule. But like uh, Asia changed the way I perceive travel in general. Uh, the big logline of Travel Channel is "Be a traveler, not a tourist." I, I don't think I really ever understood that or embraced it. And then when we went to Asia, I went, "Oh shit, there is a difference." There are people who are tourists who are like, "Oh my god, picture of selfie," and then there are people who are like in it to disappear into society and experience their own thing. And I think. Asia really blew my mind, and we did. And this is a really fucking. You can go on my Instagram and see this picture, and it's not going to be like I went swimming with great white sharks, and I was sitting on top of the cage the other like a week ago, and one leapt at me, and that was fucking. I'll never change that. We were ten feet away from a lion in an open air safari tent, ten feet, and it just stared at us and stood up. That kind of thrill that you draw. I was the first person to jump off the stratosphere. I'll never forget these moments in life. Jumped off a, a, a stadium in, in South Africa, loved it. Life affirming. However, walking in day off, walking in Vietnam down this village, and we're just kind of getting lost looking for like they have these bars that are in kind of in houses, and you can go in and have a bar and you can strike up a yeah. awkward conversation. We're walking and we walk past this old lady who looked at me and wouldn't stop staring at me. I, I got to show you this picture. It's on my Instagram. Um, and then as we walked back, she stopped me. Now, beards are insane and they, they don't have beards in Vietnam. So if you show up with a beard, everyone wants to touch it. So like they're they're blown away by beards. Yeah. No one has beards in Vietnam. And she stopped me and I thought she wanted to touch my beard and she started rubbing my face and then grabbed my hand and held it and I went, "Okay." And they started walking with me and we walked for like a mile holding hands and not talking. And it was like one of these moments where I was like, thankfully my cameramen were with me and they just had their iPhone and snapped a picture and it was this like beautiful moment where you're just like, I'm getting chills thinking about it. We're just sitting there going like, "Holy shit." Like this woman's seen bad Americans. She's older. Yeah. She's seen bad American men. And here we are holding hands, walking down the street. And I was like moved to tears. I literally was sitting there. And we got back and I had to sit down. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? We didn't speak. I don't know why she did it. But for like a mile, we held hands. And she just looked at me and I looked at her. And I was moved. From that day, I looked at it like, well, shit. It's not about going and jumping off the tallest stadium. And it's not about swimming with great white sharks or, or all these crazy things I've done, getting mauled by a bull. It's... 
it's about like that second where it just is real. Here, I'll find the picture for you, and you'll go, holy. I mean, this is me off Table Mountain. And there's uh, This movie with great white sharks. However, this fucking picture just blows my mind of, of experiences I've had. Take a look. And she never said any, she never said, never one said word. a word, just looked at me and smiled. <laughs> and I was nervously chattering away like, okay, sure. Okay. Why are we wow. doing this? Does someone know why we're doing this? Just a random oh, wow. travel experience where you just are floored by the, almost the humanity or the connection that you form with a person that doesn't speak your language. Oh. And she's, I mean, she's got to be like 80 something years old. Oh my old. God. And, yeah. she, and, and tiny. Yeah. yeah. She's just a tiny and little tiny. Vietnamese it was, woman. It just blew me away. And I'm so grateful my cameraman, Andy McDonald, caught that picture. But I think out of all my travel experiences, and like I said, I've been traveling professionally for like seven years. That is the one that sticks with me. And I just go, God, man, if I could have that one more time, maybe in Africa or maybe in like just somewhere where you connect with someone that the language isn't a barrier. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that was pretty amazing. No, I, I, I get it. I my I would say that my favorite uh, similar is I was in uh, Laos and, and two Laotian women grabbed my hands and <laughs> – Walked me for five miles, and uh, <laughs> fortunately, I spoke fluent fluent Laotian. Laos, it's Laos. Laotian covered me with lotion. So I knew, Laotian, so yeah. I knew why they wanted to walk with me. Um, Chuck is big. Chuck, Chuck was big in Laos, really big in Laos. No, no. Love you, Chuck. Charlie. You, Charlie. <laughs> no, not that Charlie. Not no, that Charlie. No, not Charlie Day. No, no, no not, not that, that Charlie, Charlie either. either. Yeah. Oh, wrong. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no. No, actually, I in 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 uh, in, rea- in reality. Uh, I thought you were gonna do another one. <laughs> no, no, I would say I would say uh, my favorite. Um, oh fuck! Come back to me. Come back to me, Dave. What's your what's your come on? Well, I mean, I t- I've told this. I mean, uh, I got married out of the in, in Puerto Rico uh, on on over New Year's with a bunch of friends, and so that was kind of my favorite. You know, it's like my favorite thing I did. But I told this story for. Uh, for my favorite New Year's trip, because we I got married, my wife and I got married in Puerto Rico, which was amazing. But we were, you know, that was my that's obviously my favorite thing that I've done outside of the country. Um, but since I told that story, I will say uh, when I was in grad school, I got to uh, yeah, I'll do that one. When I went to no, it's funny because I I went to grad school. I uh, know I'm gonna do no after grad school. I uh, had to do an internship. And uh, I was a set designer. I got a master's, master's of fine art degree and I had to go do some, you know, intern and like work on some stuff for professional entertainment or whatever. I could either go to like some theater house and be a painter or do something else. So I went to this little prop house, this little guy who made signage and did a bunch of design stuff in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. And he had a contract with Disney. Um, and he did all the signage and stuff for the island, Castaway K which is Disney has a private island in the Caribbean uh, that you can only get there by going on the cruise ships. So they have two cruise ships, and it was right after a hurricane. I can't, I can't remember which one, but the, uh, the hurricane screwed up the harbor, and it destroyed a lot of the signage and a lot of the paintings and all the stuff that was going on on the island. So I was working for the guy at the time, and me and the owner of the company and one other guy who worked there uh, prepped all this stuff to take back down and replace all the signage in Castaway K. So we go down. It's like first time I was I was like on a little beachcraft like private plane, like eight person private plane. Never been on a private plane before. Flew from like uh, Miami to the little you know. Got on a boat. Took the boat to another boat to another island, and finally got to Castaway K, which has no hotels. There's nothing on the island because everybody stays on the ship. Oh yeah. So we we were staying in like barges, like oil, like they would take a barge that has like uh, basically ship containers that had like eight beds in each one, and there were guys there doing dredging. They were like there were guys doing all kinds of stuff all over the island to repair it to get it ready for when the uh, cruise ships needed to come back. And there, I don't know, there's maybe forty or fifty guys there, and and I was there for like a week, and. It was so weird because I was like, I'm actually, and I was painting like uh, Pluto on like an old, what like what looked like a land, landmine, but it was like a big like metal, like floated, you know, flotation bar or whatever. Bowie or something. Bowie, and I was painting Pluto, repainting Pluto's face on this big thing. And I was like, and then I was sitting on top of the big giant sign that we painted. It was Castaway K. We had repainted it and brought it down. And I was literally rigging it with rope on these giant 
like uh, telephone poles that were like the big signage. And this thing was like 30 feet wide and it was like 25 feet high. And I was on top of that thing just sitting there and I was like, this is a really like crazy, because I'm from a really small town in Kentucky. And I was like, this is a, just how, like, what a weird experience to be at this place right now. Um, doing something I've always, that I really never thought I'd be do Like I never thought I was going to go to art school or any of that kind of stuff. But I was sitting there, it was like every night we would like, you know, we'd work like 12, 14 hours a day and then go back to the thing and like, you know, we'd have some food and then just hang out and kind of be like, because there's nothing out there. There's no lights. Like yeah. again, like there was, the island is only for day use and no, one's, and no one even stays there. Yeah. Like the people who work on the island are all from the ship. So they have to come all off, open up all of the cabanas and the shops and all that kind of stuff every day and then go back off. This is super surreal. It was a, it, unbelievable. And I was like, man, this is crazy. I'm like just putting up signs and like re, redoing all this stuff. For Disney, I was like, this is like the, one of the coolest like yeah. job things I ever got to do. I mean, obviously, getting married in a foreign country is my favorite. But this yeah. was like, and again, I've been, I, I haven't been all over the world. I've been to Costa Rica, I've been to like London, and had a great time there. But there was something about that was kind of because more about just like my own time. Because I was there yeah. with a couple guys, but they weren't really like I wasn't really like friends with them. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like just being on my own a little bit. So yeah. it's, like, it's almost like this is going to sound, I'm going to cheese dick your your statement, but it's almost like the first time you ever do a commercial and you went, I always wondered how that worked. Like you're, you're like doing right. Pluto's face going, I always wondered who painted these. Yeah, I was always like, me. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's messed up is I was painting it the wrong color. <laughs> Totally. It was it was like a like it, the color was off just a little bit, and then my the guy who was the boss came by. He's like, "Dude, we got to fix that." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "It's off by like two shades." Because literally, you have to have absolute permission to paint any of the characters. Oh, yeah, I yeah. bet. Yeah, you can't just like draw Pluto on uh, you know something and and like show. Yeah, there's standards. Yeah, there's standards. Like standards it's like and this guys. is the color. hundred percent has to be this color, and you have to have permission yeah. to actually pay, repaint it. You should be like, look, so Pluto got a little sunburn. Let's, 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 let's do the Disney cruise. Go back there and see your work someday. We should. That'd we be should. funny. Yeah. Uh, razzle, razzle dazzle. Um, uh, favorite uh, abroad moment. My favorite abroad moment would have to be. Uh, I got. I got. Uh, the main one, I don't. I haven't traveled abroad a ton yet until uh, I win the Travel Channel host contest. <laughs> hey, go to TravelChannelStar.com. <laughs> uh, but I've uh, this one happens to be um, so it was a it was a big family cruise. My dad's a gospel singer and saxophonist. And what? He, yeah. And uh, there was Wait, one year. What? Yeah. What is yours yeah. too? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, my dad, my dad does sing, and he does sing gospel occasionally. Does he really? But, but not that, that. I had no idea. Not professionally. I, yeah. Wait, hold not, on, you're not Jewish? No. Oh, oh. I know. Zachary Levi does ring a tad, <laughs> ring a tad, tad Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it's my uh, man. Levi, Levi, <laughs> if he was Jewish, yeah. my dad's just yeah. in the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. I heard Beyonce we can be, we can be messianic Jews. We can be messianic Jews. Uh, back to Raz. Back to Raz. I don't think I've laughed this much. We should get high next time we do this. Oh, wow. Let's Razzle dazzle. Wow. Uh, so, anyways, and, and he was doing a gospel cruise uh, like 10 years ago. Um, almost exactly 10 years ago, pretty much, because it was the it was the February before I moved out of Bay City, Michigan, out of my hometown, and I moved off to Florida. Uh, so it was 10 years ago, and it was they, we went on this, this cruise. Uh, my grandfather, you know, my grandparents, my cousins, a lot of, you know, a bunch of us, and uh, we all went to support because my dad, since he was doing the cruise, he had like a thing where every every few tickets or whatever, someone got like a free ticket or whatever. So a bunch of us all went. Um, I it was somewhere in the Bahamas or whatever, and my uncle, uh, my dad's twin brother, he's like, let's all get jet skis and let's go, let's go jet ski. Um, and this is one of the things in the, in the the like one of those excursions you can type of do. So the boat, and this is. Like the 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 because of the the low shore and everything at where we were, the boat was like parked and docked like in the middle of the ocean, and we had to take like a fucking small boat that was very kind of scary. And I'm like, yeah, I but I like fearing for my my life, so it was kind of still fun. So we had to take a boat to the island, and uh, then we rented jet skis from there. And <clears throat> we had like this tour guide for a bit who like took us around in like this jet ski tour, and they, he was showing us you know like all these fish and stuff in the low waters and taking us into all these things. And then he uh, he took us out a little bit more, and the further out and the more the more he would take us. I kind of would get more adventurous with how far away from the group I would get and always end back. And uh, for a little bit, he's like, all right, you guys can do a little bit of your thing. And then we got to go back to the shore or whatever. And me, I'm, <clears throat> I like danger. And uh, 
these the waters were getting very rocky, and we we're like way the hell out in the middle of the ocean. And these waters, these waves were getting huge. And I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna if I can take this thing out and see how fast I can go and, and do some of these waves. And these waves were getting so rocky, but I was getting the hang of it. Like I can pick things up fairly swiftly, and I was picking up when to throttle and when to not to like drop my tail and all of that. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going up these waves, and because of the way these waves are. The waves are dipping when I'm in the air, so it's like I'm up 35 feet <laughs> in the air, and then landing on the and next landing back. on the next back of the wave, and it was just so much fun, dudes. It was so it was it was so fun, and like like I mean, I could have easily I could have easily flipped and like died, landed wrong and died, yeah. and that was the thing. And then quick. <laughs> And then since since I mentioned a cruise, since I mentioned a cruise, I got to do a quick side note with my uh, my best friend Paul. I went on a cruise uh, like five years ago with him and his family, and we went on a cruise ship. And cruise ships have all you can eat pizza, most of them. So listen to this. So oh, we invented. This story is killing me. <laughs> Basically, Russell's answer was I went jet, went jet skiing. skiing. One time. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate your old Kajetsky! <laughs> oh, the wheels have fallen off the wagon. Wow. Oh, my God. oh, I'm sweating right now. I am fucking sweating. Um, so, real quick, so on this other cruise. Oh, tell us about the pizza on the cruise! <laughs> yes. Don't interrupt his pizza! Listen, this oh, is wow. worth it. <laughs> Bert can't breathe. Oh. So all you can eat pizza. Uh, listen, this is worth it because we invented the best, most fun game you'll ever play when you go on a cruise. It's called Hide the Plates. Oh. And basically what it is is uh, when you finish eating pizza off of a plate, you hide it somewhere, you walk around the ship, and it'll be gone by the time you get back because cruise ships, cleaning crews, are on point. And we, yeah. were, we were hiding plates up like in rafters and behind welds and like in these crevices underneath trash cans, like in the most hidden places you could think to hide a plate. And yeah. we would walk around and come back, and it would be gone. I got, the best, so I got the best cruise ship game ever. It's called Rascal Slaps. What you do is every time you see someone on a rascal, you slap your friend. <laughs> <laughs> there, are so, there are so many people on rascals on cruises that you will be running through the casino hiding from your friends. Oh, man. Oh, just ro- it is oh, man. That and Mustard Hands is my favorite game. What's Mustard Hands? You just put mustard on the table, and you squirt it in your hands, or you don't. And and then you just walk around the table. You just sit around the table and go, all right, does Zach have mustard in his hands? And everyone looks around and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you pull him out and you're like, there's no mustard in my hands. And it's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mennonite fun. <laughs> all right, Zach, wow, you had Zach, to think about yours. Oh, man. Well, um, oh. the mo- I think I feel like uh, I, I've been really blessed. I've got to go to a lot of different places in the world. I had a, a tremendous trip to uh, Tokyo and Kyoto once, and we biked all over Kyoto. Went to Motorcycles? Like- no, actually bicycles. We oh. we literally bicycled all over Kyoto to like the old palace and to these temples and stuff, and it was just incredible. Kyoto's gorgeous. Um, but I think one of the most like fascinating because it's just so weird and different. I went on this European tour with my buddy Eric Blackman. And uh, I had like some press to do out there one year for Chuck, and they flew us out to. Um, we just had. I only had press in Madrid and Milan, but we. I'd never really gone around Europe at that point, so I was like, let's just stay for a month and a half or whatever. How old are you at this time? Uh, I don't know, like 25, 26. How old are you when you got Chuck? Oh no, 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 no! Excuse me, I was older than twenty. Yeah, you're probably like I was thirty, 27. right? I was twenty-seven when I got Chuck, so I was probably around thirty. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, it's a but, great uh, time to be a young oh, man. Yeah, man, it was fantastic. Shit. And we we went to so many places. We went to Spain, Italy, multiple places in Italy, Rome, Venice. Uh, we went to Barcelona. We went to Amsterdam. We went to Paris. Um, but we do we, we drove through the south of Spain and went to this like point called Tarifa, which is like kind of like the mo- like the the southwest point of Spain, this huge windsurfing spot. It's like right at the opening of the Mediterranean. Um, and then we doubled back and we went to um, Gibraltar. And Gibraltar is this name that everyone kind of knows about. Oh, the Rock of Gibraltar, but nobody knows what the hell it is. Like, yeah. I didn't know what the hell it was. I knew it was like the Prudential logo, but I didn't know what any of that meant. Um, and Gibraltar is this fascinating, it, I, I love history. I just love learning about kind of like what things have happened and gone on in the world. 
And it's the weirdest little spot in the world. It is literally, it's like this peninsula, this isthmus slash island. A bunch of reclaimed land has made it an isthmus. And it's owned by the English, but it's basically, it used to be Spanish. It was, it's been fought over for thousands of years. And um, there's one type of ape. It's like a little teeny ape. And it's the only place in the world that this ape lives. And they are all over this damn place. And they are so, uh, they are so like domesticated that they will straight up like, we, uh, we, they're all over the top of the island. You, on top, of, you, you go up, you take these like like trams up there, and you walk on these trails. You see these old battlements of all these places that used to be fought over with the British and the Dutch and the Spanish and the Moors and all that stuff. Really, really fascinating place. John John Lennon and Yoko Ono had their honeymoon there randomly, um, but. Um, we like we had gone and done the whole day. We'd seen all these apes. There's no fear whatsoever. They literally, I, I saw him like walk up to this little kid and just steal a lollipop out of his hands. Like they, that's just what they do. And uh, so the next morning we're going down for breakfast, and uh, I had gone out onto the onto the back patio to go have a cigarette, and, and then we went down for breakfast, and I shut the door, and uh, we come, we go down for breakfast. We come back, and we I, I we open the door to the to the. Um, to the hotel room and the whole tea set is all knocked over there's like cream and sugar packets like everywhere there's like bat, our backpacks had been gone through money but money was still kind of there I'm like well, dude we, we thought we got robbed and then we both look at each other and we go the monkeys and they're apes but of course we're calling them monkeys yeah. the monkeys <laughs> and we go and run out and sure enough on the back patio just like three of them sitting there completely nonplussed, licking their fingers of all the cream and sugar packets that they That's had just amazing. eaten. They just broke into our friggin' room trying wow. to find all this stuff, and uh, which is just a side story for all the other craziness and amazingness. There's yeah. like literally indoor... Um, like uh, uh, ca- like caves, stalactites, stalagmites. The the British Empire built an in, uh, like um, an underground amphitheater that they used to entertain like royalty there. Oh wow! It's it's unbelievable. It's it's a place that if you just like getting off the beaten path and going to super weird, strange, history ridden uh, 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 places in the world, I, I highly recommend it. Have do, you been there? Well, I don't know. Do they have jet skiing? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I'm the whole thing. Thing. Did you see me? Yeah, I was like, yes, 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 God, I fucking love this. Dude, you can, and, and not only that, but you can go jet skiing. You can go jet skiing with Kanye West. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our podcast for tonight. Wow. Oh, Thank you so much. Let's give it together. Uh, put your hands together. Burke Kreischer, everybody. Woo! You can find all of his uh, social media handles and information for his shows, his podcast, everything else. You'll find that on the site and all the links below. Wow. Uh, thank you so much oh. again, Burke, for coming in. And thank you, everybody, who it's continues blast. to listen to our uh, ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous and amazing podcast, Picking Favorites. God bless everybody. Have a great day. Goodbye. Peace out. Thank you. Pop. 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 Pop.